Hey friend, are you listening to this episode at home? If not, no worries. You can go do this simple exercise when you get there. But if you're already home, I want you to stop and do a 360 and look around you. What piles do you see? If you're like most busy women in midlife, you might see piles of laundry or dishes, which I promise we'll get to soon. But I'm guessing you also regularly see piles of paper, whether it's newspapers, magazines, books, catalogs, flyers, bulletins, mail, paperwork, all things you've been meaning to get to and go through. Am I right? Ask me how I know. Even though we've moved into what they call the digital age, paper still tends to pile up. So today, we're not just gonna focus on how high the pile is or how many piles you could count around your home, but on this. How does seeing those piles of paper make you feel? And how is it affecting your time? Are you embarrassed? So you hide it in cabinets or bins or drawers or baskets or boxes or bathroom tubs if someone's coming over? Do you feel overwhelmed so you avoid it and then feel a sense of angst every time you walk past about what's in there that really should be taken care of before you incur another late fee? Either way, I just gotta tell you, your solution to hide it or avoid it and put it off till later may feel good in the moment, but it never fixes the real problem, which is why it keeps piling up and costs you more time. So let me ask you, would you rather feel free and clear as you walk around your home? I thought so. So let's apply our five-step system to create a routine around dealing with all those paper piles for good. That way, you can stop wasting time shuffling it from one place to the next. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Okay, before we jump into all the paper piles, let me ask you, how is your time feeling lately? Maybe you've got some piles in your calendar that are causing you to either get buried under all the things you need to do every day or to avoid it. Because honestly, midlife just feels overwhelming. When you've got needs coming at you from all sides with growing up kids and aging parents and everything in between, including tending to your own needs that are so easily neglected or put on the back burner again. Let's be honest. This is the time in life when you can walk into a room and you can't remember what thing you needed to do that was so important in the moment. What was it again? 
Your hubby who needed you to check off those dates in the calendar? Your daughter who was off at college who needed that forgotten item she left in her closet? Your ministry team that needed your response to the event plan? Your mom who needed help with that paperwork filled out before her appointment? Here's the thing. When you let all the roles, responsibilities, and requests in this season of life pile up, it's easy to feel buried and overwhelmed by it all. But what if instead you felt free and clear with your time because you know who and what matters, including yourself, and when you'll give them the time and attention they need so things don't pile up? Well, if that sounds good to you, I encourage you to schedule a one-hour schedule shaping strategy session so you can start to control your time instead of feeling like your time is controlling you and just piling up. I've been mentioning it for a while now. So if you haven't yet, what are you waiting for? Without a plan, you'll just keep wasting time on less important things, all the while letting the important things pile up. Ain't no girl got time like that to waste. So go grab your time at redeemhertime.com forward slash session. And together, we'll not only take a deep look at where your time is currently going, but we'll uncover where your time is being drained out and how to start directing it where you really want it to go. Women just like you have said that this one hour together is not only schedule shaping, it's life shaping. But spots are limited because, well, time is of the essence. So about all that paper, if you're in these middle years like me, you may not only, you may not have as much paper as your parents who for most of their lives only received communication via print. But you probably have more paper than your growing up kids will ever have to manage because so much of their communication is digital. Some days, it feels like we've got one foot in two places in a lot of areas of life, doesn't it? That's likely why paper is still an issue in our generation and why it can tend to pile up around us if we're not intentional. Now, is it just me or does it feel like any flat surface, i.e. countertops, coffee tables, end stands, dressers, desks, kitchen tables, or even rarely used dining room tables tend to attract paper? I've even got some baskets that sit in various places around my house that may look like it's all well organized, but really it's just a horizontal pile rather than a vertical one. So I want you to start noticing what kind of paper piles do you have in your life? Is it newspapers, magazines, catalogs, books, mail, bulletins, flyers, paperwork? And where is it coming from? From the doctor, the lawyer, the church, the stores, the neighborhood association. You can't fix what you don't see. So what paper comes across your path and tends to pile up? Now, while I'm very glad we do have the option to go paperless for so many things, we do still have paper to manage. And it seems, whether it's a little or a lot, whether it's daily or weekly, whether it's ours or for someone else, as busy Christian women, we often have the same response. See if you can relate. Has a piece of paper ever cross, come across your path and you said, I don't have time for this right now. I'll get to it later. But you don't. Have you been there more times than you care to admit? Me too. No wonder it piles up and you find yourself just moving the pile somewhere else because you want to either hide it or avoid it. Like we said earlier, it's not really the height of the pile or the number of piles that's the issue. It's the putting it off and what that reflects about your heart and mine. Because when we don't feel like it in the moment, 
and leave it to an undetermined time in the future? Really? It's laziness. So I looked up the definition of laziness, which is an adjective to describe a person with the quality of being unwilling to work or use energy to complete a task that needs to be done when it should be done. Maybe you've never thought of putting things off and piling things up as laziness, but I think it is. And Proverbs has a lot to say on the subject, and most of it, not in a good way. Proverbs 10.4 says, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. I love the truth in these short and to the point verses. Lazy hands that don't do the work when it's needed just lead to poverty, AKA lack. So when it comes to paper, that may mean you lack that important info when you need it because you can't quickly access it. Or you lack the time for other things that matter because you're wasting time looking for it. Here's an interesting fact I recently came across. Did you know the average person wastes one and a half hours a day looking for things they can't find? Guaranteed, that often involves paper they didn't take care of right away in the right way. But I love that Proverbs always gives us the opposite. The hand of the diligent brings wealth, aka plenty. So when it comes to paper, that means you'll have easy access to the important info when you need it and you save time not having to search for it that can be better invested in other things with a much better return. So are you starting to see that your piles are not just a paper problem? There's always a heart problem at the root of it. And for many women, that might be laziness. But when it comes to laziness, let me ask you, is there ever any benefit to putting things off? And on the flip side, is there benefit to dealing with it now? Before I get into a few ideas for tackling the piles that have built up and to avoid more in the future, let me share a real life experience I recently had around paper piles on my counters. Now first, lest you think I never struggle with managing paper, I sometimes still do, but thankfully I have a routine to not let it get out of control. But my hubby, well, he's kind of a, I'll get to it when I feel like it kind of guy, which led to a pile of paper on his end of the counter. Funny, it didn't seem to bother him that all those things had been sitting there for who knows how long, but it was driving me crazy. And I knew there were papers in there he hadn't touched in months, as well as papers he should be doing something about. So instead of nagging or complaining or demanding that he clean up his pile, after dinner one night, I just said, hey, let's go through this pile that's been sitting here together to see what you still need and what you don't. Now, after being married for nearly 28 years, I knew without doing it together, either that pile would never go away or it would just get shuffled to another place in the house. It didn't take us very long, but it was amazing how much we found that he did no longer need, as well as some really important things that really did need attention, but had gotten buried. And better yet, when he came home from work the next day, he said, I bet it feels good to see a clean counter again. I knew he was talking about me, but he was also talking about him. So let's dive into a few strategies to get rid of those piles the right way and not let them pile back up, starting with the latter. From now on, pinky promise, here is your new rule for any time paper comes across your path. Are you ready for this? This is gonna be life-shaping. Touch it once. That's it, touch it once. It's very simple. Instead of putting it in a pile to get to later when you think you have more time, just take the 30 seconds or less to deal with it right now. You really only have three choices to make. You can ditch it, 
AKA put it in the recycling bin because it doesn't need any more of your time or attention. Can you say junk mail? Or you can do it, AKA put that date from the bulletin on the calendar or actually fill out that paperwork for that appointment and then you can recycle it. Or direct it. Add that paper that you need to do something about to one of your designated time blocks. Or better yet, direct it by delegating it to the right person for the job. Let me give you a few examples. If it's junk mail, that's easy. Just drop it into the recycling bin. If it's a bill, either take a minute to pay it or add it to your bill paying time block for the week. If it's a magazine or newspaper, put it right away where you will look at it that day. And before the next one arrives, either read it or recycle it. Now, there's no more wasting time going through that pile multiple times because there is no pile. How amazing would that feel? Okay, I know what you're thinking, Lissa, that doesn't help with all the piles I've already got. What do I do about those? Good question. So let me quick give you some strategies for three major categories of paper. First, if you've got piles of unread newspapers, magazines, or catalogs, yes, I still get a few random ones from time to time. First, unsubscribe. So no more come in because you must not really need it in paper form to get the info or you would have already. Then ditch all but the most current one. And when a new one comes, recycle the old one and replace it. One newspaper, one magazine, or one catalog does not equal a pile. Unless of course, they're all on top of each other, which means you're probably not gonna look at them anyway. If you've got piles of books you've either read or been meaning to get to, give yourself one designated place to keep them, like a bookshelf, because that will get them off of those flat surfaces. Now, if you are an avid reader and you've already got three bookshelves or more of books that you've read over the years, Consider limiting yourself to scale down to one and then go through to determine which ones do you really want to go back to and then keep and donate the rest so someone else can enjoy them. And if you do decide to go reread it, well, you can just go to the library. And for all those books you've been meaning to read, if it sat there for six months, a year or more, and you still haven't cracked it, donate it and don't think twice or decide that this will be your current book and only put out the one that you're reading. But if you just can't read one book at a time, I will allow you to put one on your living room end stand and one on your bedroom nightstand. Because technically, that's not a pile either. And last, if you're looking at a pile of paperwork or mail, well, my best advice is to designate a time, grab something fizzy and healthy to drink, pull the recycling in your calendar close, put on some upbeat or worship music, set a timer, and work till the timer goes off or until the pile is gone. But the best strategy for those of you who want to maintain and sustain a feeling of clear and free on your services and in your heart is to apply the five steps we've been using in this series to create a regular routine of dealing with the paper that comes your way. So here we go. And we're going to apply these same ones we talked about to our paper. Step one, identify the problem or need. The first step is to always notice what's not working or not working well. Where's the most paper coming in from? Where's the most paper piling up? Where are you feeling lazy about dealing with it? Where are you tending to hide or avoid it? There are lots of places where the problem can pop up, but you have to sit, identify what is it for you in this season. Then step number two is to uncover the root. The next step is to dig deeper and get into your heart. What is the real issue? Is it laziness and putting it off till later? 
Is it guilt over the bills that are piling up that you can't pay? Is it overcommitting to too many things or overspending so now you're on too many lists? There are many more root issues that could be the cause of the friction that you're feeling around paper. So take the time to dig deep, because if you get at the root, chances are the problem won't come back. Step three, plan out the steps. Now it's time to set up a system that works for you. Once you've addressed where the problem lies and why it's there, what are the steps that you will put in place when that source of paper crumbs across your path again? May I suggest you use my rule of touch it once and either dish it, do it, or direct it right away. Or perhaps you need some other steps, especially if it involves moving parts or multiple steps or other people. So the question is, what steps will you take to deal with it in the most efficient way possible? Step number four, block the time. If the problem was that you weren't willing to make the time for it in the moment, you for sure need to make time for it now or it's just gonna keep piling up. So if whatever that paper needs fits into a routine you've already got a designated time block for, file it away and when the time comes, just pull it out and do it. And here's a pro tip that I'll share. Block off a five to 10 minute time block each day or a 15 to 20 minute time block each week and declutter any paper that inadvertently got piled up since last time. Because the sooner you address it, the less it piles up. And step five, invite the support. First, you have to take responsibility for what's yours to do. And then you need to communicate your routine with those around you. Because you've probably got older kids at home or spouses who've developed habits around not dealing with paper right away in the right way either. So get them in on the fun, like I did with my hubby. When they understand the end result is save them time and frustration by being able to access those papers they need quickly and not waste time digging through piles, they'll come along. And don't be afraid to encourage them to do it themselves, do it with them, or offer to do it for them, which in my case means it's all going in the recycling. <laughs> if there's something in there of true value, they will do it. So now you have a new rule to avoid new piles some strategies to address the piles you already have, and the five steps to create a routine for any problem area around paper in this season of your life. Soon, free and clear will become your new normal. Ah, and you will breathe a sigh of relief when you walk in the door. Can I offer you a bonus tip? Get around other like-minded women who want to be good stewards of their time and not waste it on paper issues. This week, we're having conversations around what's working and not working as we create routines to declutter paper and address other time wasters in our lives. So why not come join us inside the Redeem Her Time community? In fact, here is today's community question. What type of paper tends to pile up most in your world? Come share not only your problem areas, but the solutions that have worked for you and pick up the solutions that you need for your current paper pileups. And then, Let's address those calendar pileups too. Before any more distractions or demands come your way or any more time that gets wasted, grab a scheduled shaping strategy session before they're gone at redeemhertime.com forward slash session. And before we go, let's pray and get to the heart of the matter behind your paper piles. Lord, we come to you and thank you that you are concerned even about the little seemingly mundane things of life like our paper. God, we confess that the root issue is often in our hearts, and many times it's laziness. We just don't feel like doing the work in the moment. 
But God, it's our desire to be diligent with our hands and to make the best use of our time so that way we can be free and clear to serve where you have called us to. So help us to not just see the piles around us, but to actually uncover the root inside of us and take steps with the right support to create that lasting change. Because we want to be able to invest our time and energy in the things that matter most in this season and in light of eternity. And Lord, we know we can't do this on our own. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.